look, not to get too real, I don't like existing, period. <laughs> Brunch! Hit it, boys! Present is festive, Dawson, but it also sucks. Why does it suck? But it is festive because you are wearing a mock turtleneck. Tis the season. Tis the season. The season, season. Uh, yeah, that, that's that's just a little light nod to uh, Rob Gronkowski. Shout out John <laughs> yes. Fadelberg with the absolute perfect description of the whole Rob Gronkowski thing. If you didn't see, yesterday Rob Gronkowski was uh, on Fox doing his job and he was wearing a turtleneck and his hair was stupid. His Very hair was overlooked that his hair was stupid. Yes. Everybody was talking about the turtleneck. That's just society in general. They just see something they don't do all the time, and I they say fine. it's stupid, and they say it's weird. I so, thought it looked fine. I thought he looked. I thought he looked the pretty hair looked good. Like shit. Yes, it it just looked out of place because it was Gronk. But that was a fine outfit. Yeah, yeah, outfit was fine. He but he just generally looked bad, and everyone was like, "Oh, oh boy, the internet's really gonna roast him on this one." And to Fidelberg's point. Not one funny joke was no, made. No. It was just like, hey, this guy doesn't look that great. Yeah. Now let's move on. But people were like really trying to get it going. People were putting out the, hey, caption contest. Whoa, what do you think Rob Gronkowski does for a living? And I'm like, I can see from the monitors in the background and his setup and there's... Football analysts. It, right. It looks like hair. there are other <laughs> ex-athletes in suits near him. He probably uh, talks about football on television. <laughs> Did I win that meme? That was a really st- that was that was a really stupid one, but uh, no, not because of Gronk or because of what I'm I may or may not be wearing. It's the uh, that uh, that guy got broken up with by Mark McGrath that I just saw two <laughs> seconds ago. Yeah, that was uh, that video has gone uh, quote unquote viral because somebody paid Mark McGrath uh, th- whatever he charges for his. Cameo I immediately account. looked it up one hundred dollars. One hundred dollars. He yes, and it made me think that we need to be doing more stuff with Cameo. Your greedy ass is probably thinking, <laughs> cool, let's use Cameo to get people to give us $100 to do stuff. No, we should be spending $100 Hell yeah. to get Mark McGrath to do stuff. I'm 100% down And with I'm that. sure that Mark McGrath's By the price way. is going to skyrocket. By the way, what? shove it up your ass because uh, I'm not greedy. We've been asked to do Cameo and I have said no. Really? Yes. Have you been asked to do Cameo stuff? Yes, we both have. Really? Uh, through me. I don't know why everybody goes through me. I, I am crazy about that. Yeah, I know. I know you are, and it, I fucking hate it. Yeah, they, uh, Cameo has asked us to do stuff, and I said absolutely not. Wow. On the uh, shove it up your ass uh, <laughs> topic, why did you? Uh, I I got a, I changed phones recently, so I didn't have the brunch Twitter account on my phone, and I just checked it the other day. I've been checking it by like searching, listen to brunch, <laughs> clicking on it, and seeing like what people like its responses. Well, why did you tweet? To, for people to <laughs> post their conversations about us because uh somebody had tweeted us the, their like text message or whatever and it was very funny and i was like i wonder what uh, else exists like this see like that is the you, you i know you know i wasn't I, yeah i knew you were gonna hate it but it was like this a saturday night or something and oh. I, was, I was like i was bored and some of the results that we got were great i skimmed them and it was my exact worst fear yeah i know 95 <laughs> of them were just about me <laughs> That's it, not what I want. Ninety-five percent of them were like were great about you. Oh the yeah, people yeah, yeah. Love I, didn't, you. I didn't take none of them. No, I, I didn't take it as like uh, 
like it was mean or anything. You just don't want to know that people are talking about you. Biggest thing. Yeah. <laughs> don't look. Not to get too real. I don't like existing. Period. <laughs> so existing in any other way than. I get in and out of my car and I go to the grocery store and I buy tortilla chips and I go home and I eat tortilla chips. Been eating a lot of tortilla chips lately. I Side note. That's that that's all that that's as big and daunting as as life should be. Even in general, like I've always had a thing of it's an insecurity, everybody has them. That like I just assume that people are that like there are that People, I guess I assume that everybody talks shit about everybody, and I assume that people talk shit about me. Not in like, uh, not necessarily like loved ones or whatever, but you know. Yeah. Do you, do you get that? I mean, yeah, I assume that people talk you're, shit you're about like, me. You're like, you're like, somewhere out there, there's like some people that I may or may not know that just think I'm an asshole. Yeah. And I would prefer not to see it. Right. Yeah, but I mean, like, I know that it happens, and it's it's going to happen no matter what. You can't please everybody, especially, like, we rub, I'm, I'm sure that we rub people the wrong way. We have yeah. the, like, those kind of personalities. Hell yeah. It's just going to happen, but I, I don't, don't know, care. I'm not, I'm not articulating it right. Like, just the, the idea of anybody I think, talking about... I think that you don't want to, like, ever want, like, have You're going to get this. Whatever you're about to say, you're going to get it right. I, I know that you, this is going to be correct. <laughs> I don't think that... I think that you do not want any outside forces, like, changing the way that you approach anything. Uh, and, I could be... I could be on board with that, yeah. And so, like, you don't want to know that, like, people are talking about... You don't have to want to have to think about, like, the like the way that somebody might perceive something. Oh, no. Oh, de- no, definitely not. Well, that, that goes in one ear uh, out the other. Shout out one of my good friends reached out the other day uh, who listens to the podcast and she was like I've just got to say it there's only one thing that that's really ever bugged me about your podcast don't it's like the ad reads <laughs> oh, don't really? like the ad reads well great news for that person <laughs> right that's what I said I was like well Hugh, today today is your lucky next three years <laughs> because but like but like I, I I said back to I was like that's obviously cool I could see why yeah. people wouldn't like them I could I know you're of certainly not the first. Like yeah, them. you're not the first person that's expressed. I know of I that know you don't of like them. groups and organizations that don't like them. So you're certainly not not alone. But I was like, those are actually where I, I think sometimes the podcast is at its most creative. So where like, the podcast separates itself from a lot right, of other podcasts, right? A lot, a lot of wimpy ass podcasts just read and copy. Yeah, and we are we're we like separate you know ourselves by let me fix not that for you. <laughs> Exactly. Well, we've got some ad reads. Shout out Porches. Yes. Just really Porches. We'll remember Porches as the ones that stuck by us in uh, in these times. I did, uh, but yeah, I, I did skim the uh, the the conversations. Nothing, I don't. Nothing, nothing was too deep or crazy or anything. No. One was like one person was like, "This is why I hate DJ," and I was like, <laughs> "Finally!" And then it was like it was. I think she which she said that like she said that you I, were like I was a better I was like a better lesbian than, than she her, was. Yeah. Which, so she followed. She quickly followed up by saying, uh, "I do not hate DJ." Right. But like I took that as like a, it's a compliment. That's one of those compliments you just like don't know what to do with. <laughs> You're like, I can't even. I can't. I can't can I even do accept this, this compliment? Or am I? Like, am I being an asshole if I, or like, am I being condescending if, if, if I accept this compliment? I, I think that in context, it was 
legitimately at its core a compliment. But I don't know. It it wasn't reading those. It it wasn't the end of the world because it wasn't like I don't I don't know what I I thought that that it could be. But just like that, that's just something I don't like. The idea of like read that you uh, a, a while back. This is probably years ago. You were like, we should have a subreddit, and I was like, we absolutely shouldn't because <laughs> you knew that you would read it. No, I, no, I would never read it. Oh, but well, I just, then why then why not? I don't. I wouldn't want a community for. <laughs> I don't want to encourage people talking about us. Oh, you're the absolute uh, worst. I want people, people to say if you lo- if you want to talk about the podcast, how about this? If you want to talk about the podcast, tell people to check it out. Don't say if it's good. Don't say if it's bad. You want keep to talk- our names out your mouth. You want to talk about the podcast? Get your own podcast. Right. Put right. <laughs> put some respect on our name, and that is that's it. All you do is just say, "Hey, listen to brunch." You don't say what do they do. That's none of my business. They're just they're their own people. That's their podcast. Uh, I did meet two chord Bruntouchables this past week. Yes, by the way. Stanislaus and uh, Rachel. Yes. It was like amazing. OGs, yeah, real. I, I told them I, I was I was probably weird. I was like, <laughs> "Wow, you guys are like you're probably more excited to meet them than they were you, without a doubt." <laughs> they were totally aware of it. Uh, I was like, "Yeah, like when Pete and I talk about uh, Bruntouchables, if we're like, what would so and so think about it?" There's like seven or eight names we've got, and you two are in heavy rotation. Yep. Probably Stan- Stanislaus is. Is up there, yeah, because absolutely. it's a, it's a name you don't. No. In, He's also like really day. good friends with uh, a kid that I went to high school with, uh, so it's a strange connection there. Interesting. But he's the best. Uh, also, speaking of porches and speaking of Corbra Untouchables, we got a gift this week. We got a gift from uh, our guy Joe Capone uh, from Lumberland Company, which is like the Batman. Careful, things. this hey, we're this is this isn't a it's read. Not an ad it's read. not funny. It's so not go an on. ad read. It's an actual like genuine thank you. Yeah, because he, uh, it's like one of those bat mugs. That's it's a mug that's carved out of a baseball bat. It and looks, yeah, he sent us a. It's a brunch one, and then on the back it says, uh, "My other mug is a porch," which is amazing because our fans. Uh, th- this is actually kind of a big moment for me. I've always wanted us to have bootleg merch going on. <laughs> yes, and uh, one of our listeners beat us. To the punch on something we were actually going to make merch. Yes. So like this wasn't like some weird, crazy thing like not worth making into merch that someone made into to merch. Time Crisis has that going on. Very jealous of that. There's a big Time Crisis uh, bootleg merch bootleg merch community. Market. Yes, and they just like they just make bootleg merch and i would love black market brunch merch just to see that's like, what, what would come out of start it. making but i would but i would have a, i would have a, like a, a an anxiety and a fear that like it would be really bad merch and people would like think that it was our merch well then i think that you just you 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 genius you just got us to where we need to be which is we should start selling bootleg merch <laughs> On our website, that's very bad, and you can tell that it's bootleg merch because it's so bad. <laughs> Actually, I shot a. Uh, we're gonna have a new shirt coming out soon. Can't say what it is because I just don't know if it's gonna be in the store yet. But I sent the design over to Ryan, and the only hint I'll give you is I. I think I sent it to you. It's bad. <laughs> I. Uh, a lot of your ideas are bad. I don't know which this. But could it's be. like a. It's. It's the best show. This thing will fly. Oh yeah, yeah. I know exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's a good it's, idea. It's it's pro- ideally it's like the it's first a good idea a that's series. going to look terrible in execution. Yes, <laughs> which is the joke. 
and it's something it's a riff on something that already yields a lot of why does that exist and this is a way of making it a little weirder and a little uglier and I'm very excited about it so hopefully hopefully for uh for tea gives uh black, yeah, black friday, friday whatever keep an we'll, eye we'll, out we'll have some stuff in there maybe we'll toss you a fiver sale also a uh, quick little update on the patreon fundraiser yeah hey, we did it you we, guys did it we got there we got a tenth of the way we, we did we, it we've ourselves. now hit 100 subscribers 900 more and then you get a christmas holiday song <laughs> yeah, pretty we missed, cool we missed a zero on the initial goal i'll tell you at least two or three of the ones we picked up were my friends who were like hey i know you you're probably excited to do this thing anyway but eventually it's going to feel like work and then you're not going to want to do it so while you're excited to do it i'm gonna fund it and then you're gonna have to do it and that's probably gonna feel like work and this is gonna suck for you it hasn't necessarily gotten to that part yet but uh how far along are you um so well a uh, couple months <laughs> <laughs> wait you told me that you uh i'm that, joking okay you said how far along are you oh okay well joke about pregnancy a pregnancy you nailed it yeah yes um did you because you told song me, is written you yeah you but you told me that you weren't going to start working on it until we actually hit the goal well, right wasn't going to start like uh like tracking it or okay. anything um i well What's our ETA for the Patreon people? The holidays. <laughs> the holidays. Well, they only come once a year. Coming the holidays. It's that holiday song. Um, but let me think. Uh, when we decided that it would be a fundraiser thing or a Patreon thing, and one that uh, would be easily hit, I was texting. I was texting with you. I the the song. Maybe this is a bad sign. <laughs> Song was written very quickly. Well, guess what? the The song writes itself. It right, exactly. So that that's literally what it was. Just like si- sitting, uh, sitting with a guitar, thinking like, "Hey, what are Christmassy sounding things?" Like, there's a little clip I posted on uh, on Instagram. You'll, it's very old Christmas song type of vibe. So. The the chords and uh, like the actual song, pretty easy to knock out. Arranging it has that's where I am now. Arranging it and that's uh, the chorus and bridge and another part are done. Wonderful, boom. Don't need anything else. But then there are a couple of parts that uh, dynamically I'm trying to get right, but. That is but you're say, hard at work. Like I am, like I am legitimately like working on it. You're in as the studio. The, yeah, I'm like working on it as though somebody, like as as how somebody would work on something. I don't know, like any of you out there. I don't know if we got any workers uh, in the building. <laughs> I'm like taking out my computer, taking out my stuff, my old equipment, and I'm like trying to trying to, you're to down in the ma- make a little little progress here and there. I love working on stuff. That's a little secret uh, thing about me. It, unless it's yourself. Yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah, I keep myself afloat. I, I wouldn't say I work on myself. Yes. Speaking of which, uh, I really used that knee injury, which still hasn't gotten better uh, as a 
I can't lift anymore thing. Okay. Which, Make I don't know DJ. if you have any doctors, any working doctors in the building, knee way below the arms. Yeah, but there are a lot of uh, lifting exercises that you do need lower body strength and like lower yeah. body stability. I think that I did learn. I think part of the reason why this uh, injury, which I the 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 uh, the what was it the uh, the where is brunch Twitter account? This again goes back to like the keep my name out your mouth thing. The where is brunchless uh, t- Twitter account really wanted to know exactly what the injury yeah. was. And that's like, like if you ask me, like, hey, like, what is what does DJ stand for? I get very defensive, and I'm right. like, why? What are you trying to do here? <laughs> so, uh, won't say what the injury is because I'm a fucking weirdo. I think where is brunch? By the way, uh, retired from the game. Really? Yeah. Nice. Good. We have we have had some. <laughs> we don't want to celebrate the demise, but no. I mean, I it was I, fine. I I like where is brunch is probably actual person. I like where is uh, brunch is probably would that be called a burner or an additional account? I think that probably would be an additional co- account. An additional account, yeah. Okay. I appreciate the uh the brunch out of context account way more. The brunch yeah. out of context account is like you want to talk about working on stuff. That's all They're yeah. Constantly outputting things and I don't even know where half of them come from. So. Do you follow it? Yes. I don't. Uh I see it retweeted sometimes. I see it retweeted sometimes by either you Me. or brunch. And yeah, who else would it be? I right. I, I like them. Uh, most I I just like the game of guessing who, who said, said it. it? Yeah, because I never, I absolutely never, never know. know. And sometimes even I'll be like, that sounds like something I would say. So I bet Pete. I bet like Pete like beat me. Like we, I, I was getting to it. Maybe Pete. Maybe Pete said it, or maybe I don't know. We're turning into each other, but. That's that's a good. I'll say that's that's a good account. And where is the where is brunch account is good too. I just thought like, hey, cool it on the uh, the the HIPAA violations. <laughs> uh, anyway, I did learn that uh, part of the reason that injury was uh, as bad as it was is because my core sucks. Okay. The been doing some PT. Did you not do core when uh, I because I, I gave you the make DJ wide again plan and had I've core done everything on there. Yeah, okay. I've done everything on there. Uh, was, so you're saying my. My plan sucked. No, no, no. The <laughs> plans, plans, great. I got to get, I got to get back to it. I did. I've uh, been doing the the stationary bike for like a couple minutes here and there, and I when I go to do it, I'm like, you know what? I'll head over to the bench. Let him know. Let him know he hasn't he hasn't left completely. You uh, you gonna get a Peloton for Christmas? Because no, those ads are fucking. Do you everywhere. know? Wait, do you know about this? No, I hate Peloton. Why? Uh. Well, I hate him too. I think everybody hates Literally, him now. Literally, a coworker on these just told me like, "Don't say I hate Peloton because at some point you never know if you're going to be in business with them. Like if if they're going to be an advertiser or whatever." But I'll say, but I also don't, like everything that you say that you hate on this podcast. Like two years later, yeah, you're going to be a Peloton guy in two years. You that's just tr- booked it. I, I don't know. I think that uh, my experience with uh, the handlebar cycling studio, which has not seen this guy in quite some time because of his stupid knee. Uh, but once I'm, once it works again, if ever my body sucks, I'll be back. Uh, my experience there has been such a positive thing. And not just like, hey, I got a place to go spin and everything. Like, everyone there is the community. so nice. Like, it is so, it is community to the letter. And I to- it totally made me understand very quickly 
why people like the get obsessed stuff. with yeah. like whether it's uh, Soul Cycle or what or these things like these people who go religiously to these classes. I totally get it because it's good people. You're supporting a small business. Soul Cycle that doesn't count. Um, <laughs> I've never been to Soul Cycle anyway. Uh, but like you're supporting a small business. Uh, it's you just you feel like a a part of something mm-hmm. you know it's it's great and again Boston people if you're ever looking for a, a place to to go exercise uh, make some friends whatever can't recommend Handlebar enough I look at the Peloton thing and I'm like man these people are totally missing out on the fun part of like going to these classes. And also, they're not supporting a no. small business. They're like probably doing the opposite. Like, well, I don't know how for like, rich assholes. Peloton? Yeah, Man. I would imagine that, that that's exactly. Are they who expensive? It's for. Yeah, I think they're like twenty five hundred bucks. Man, yeah. See, well, why would you do that? And I understand that it can be uh, it can be a little prohibitive time wise when to right. to go to to like uh, workout classes. Because if it's like a forty-five-minute class, legitimately between also getting there, showering, and everything, you're looking at like blocking just, off like three hours. Yeah, it's easier to just wake up uh, and roll out of bed, hop on your Peloton in your house, do like an hour workout, and then go shower and go to work. Yeah, but let Something me ask like you that. this: I got a lot of healthy food in my home. I've also got some tortilla chips. Just because I've got that healthy food, am I always doing the healthy thing and doing the right thing? No, but did you pay $2,500 for that healthy food? That's true. You don't want to let that help. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? Hey, this is this is uh, Pete Blackburn Presents winning the analogy. <laughs> Didn't see that coming. Good job. Thanks. No, but it's it's true. Like I, I, I could totally see uh, a Peloton just like any old uh, treadmill or exercise equipment. That, 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 that people used to be notorious for that. They'd sell you a Nordic track, knowing you this guy's never going to use a Nordic track. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that t- plenty of Pelotons go to waste because they're bought by rich assholes, right? They just, just put like, them in there and they sit in their basement or something. This is just the thing that we're supposed to have. Uh, um, speaking of rich I, assholes, I would get yeah. Well, we we'll are talking about knives out, but yeah. not yet. Go yeah. ahead. I was going to say uh, one thing that like I'm I'm very rarely interested in. Like the work at workout at home, like community stuff. Like his Peloton is supposed to be that sort of like good. More online friends, just yeah, what we yeah right. Need. I uh, I had a teeny bit of interest in that thing. Like mirror, have you seen that? What's it's, that? It's a it's like a mirror on the wall, but like if you stand in front of it, it um it like turns into a workout thing, and it like it will change from a mirror to basically like instructional workout. And it shows stuff. you what to do. Yeah. And that I, thought, I could do. Does it talk about your form? I don't know. Let's but, hope not. But I was like, I that seems like a cool idea. But I don't want anything like I don't want anything looking into my house. Right. I just, I don't want I don't want like a there's got to be like a camera part of that because it's, oh for it's sure a, it's a mirror. But that's where we, dude, your oven has a camera looking at you. No, it doesn't. My oven barely works. Every I'm just saying we've yeah. Let there's everything. there's no there's no escaping it. At this you want all the craziest shit about me? I have a this is. Listeners, you want you want some material for your your texts, you fucking busybodies. <laughs> I have a I have a Sonos One, whatever it's called, in my bedroom. What is that? It's uh, you know what a Sonos is? That's like a um, a speaker thing. Isn't Sonos it? is the speaker system where you put one in every room and you control on your phone oh, where yeah, it's yeah, playing. Yeah. it's a cool thing. Got yeah. one. Uh, 
in few few rooms in the old on the old home front but it's got like i have it disabled but it's got the like <laughs> yo play whatever i've oh, had that yeah, for like yeah. a year that's crazy to me that 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 was me just giving up i remember i used to be so weirded out by people who would get like alexa stuff yeah i mean i'm I, but I, now we're I'm, so far I'm strongly, gone i'm strongly against the alexa stuff do you so you don't have I don't, any of that? I don't have any of that and I won't get any of it. But and like that's what I, I heard like they have like watches that do that now. Yeah. Like that that is literally just inviting anybody to listen to any of your conversations. And I know that's stupid to say because we carry our phones around. Right, all I was the going time to say everything's listening anyway. That's and why I eventually I have, I just mean, gave in. I love my uh I love my Xfinity remote, which you can just like speak into and yeah. ask for stuff. Uh that's great, but I'm sure that that fucking can listen whenever it wants to too. Oh, everything can can listen. Not the Xfinity remote. The Xfinity everything above board. Shout out Xfinity. It's if true. you don't have Xfinity, you are missing out because yeah, those sucker. remotes are very good. They unlike other like listening remotes, when you say something into it, it, it works. knows what it you're knows. saying. Sometimes I'll mispronounce stuff just to screw around. Or sometimes I'll, like, I mix whisper? in, I mix in, in a, uh, like a funny accent. Sometimes can't can't slip one by that that remote. Yeah. So shout out uh, Xfinity for not sponsoring. A sponsor. <laughs> well, sponsors my life. Yeah, that's true. Um, have you bought any movies on Xfinity? Because uh, I did this morning. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, beyond that. Oh yeah, so I'm not a I'm not a movie buyer. I am. Um, you bought did you, you bought uh, the physical copy of Mamma Mia though didn't you No oh you bought I've, the digital version I got the digital version of Mamma Mia I've got uh, I've got like I own kind of got two. a few I got the cla- well I got the classics I've I got own two That's Mamma it. Mia uh, I I've got s- some or multiple John Wicks uh, Sing Street Chef and uh, now. Because you, you said uh, we're going to talk about this, uh, the the peanut butter falcon. Yes. I, you, I knew nothing about it. You said it's a feel-good movie. Yes. And I was like, it's a feel-good movie. Pete really likes it. Uh, you said that it, it's it's in like the, the Paddington yeah. type of I, uh, level. So I was like, I'm not going to spend $6 to rent this when I'm going to like it enough to watch multiple times. Yeah. So I, I bought it sight unseen. I, I bought it. I've watched it three times. It is it. This is the highest praise. Did that you I buy it without seeing it? Yes. Just raw dogged it. Yes. Wow. I love Shia LaBeouf. That's a, a secret about me. And cool. So I was very very interested in seeing this movie. I've watched it three times, and this is the highest praise that I could possibly give it. Mm-hmm. It is qu- possibly my new Paddington. Wow. Where you like you're just going to run that? Into I'm going to run it into the ground. Hell and I can, yeah! I cannot stop thinking about it. So I watched it like a month ago, or maybe like three or three how did you not bring it up? Ago. I don't I know. I, I don't know. heard of the movie I, until I tweeted like a day about ago. It. I tweeted about it like three weeks ago or something like that, and I kind of just let it let it go. I was like, oh, that was a really nice movie. And then I decided, I watched it this past weekend, mm-hmm. and the second time that I watched it, I liked it like twice as much. Wow. And I never rewatch. I rarely rewatch newer movies. Mm-hmm. Watch it, liked it twice as much. Watch it the next day or two days later. And I was like, I'm like very close to being obsessed with this movie. Here's the praise that I will give it. And I watched it this, this morning. It is really mainly because of the, the genre of film. It is legitimately impossible to not like. I, there is no way I got a, a somebody has seen that movie and said, unless they are to say, like, it's too light. 
because it's 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 light as a feather, mm-hmm. just good feels. In a nutshell, it's about uh, a fuck up helping somebody and making themselves better in the process. What more? What what easier a formula to make a person right. feel good and feel hopeful and feel like there's not a lot of phones in the movie. No, it's just it's the it's very it's pure like ultimate feel good stuff. Yeah. It's uh, it's like a modern day Mark Twain, and there are a lot of parallels. Well, there's, there. Yeah, yeah, there's a, it's it's an adventure film. Yes, and like it is very is it references Mark Twain too. Yeah, so, so it's uh, so it's Shia LaBeouf is a uh, so like outlaw a would be yeah, <laughs> like a, he's he's a southern, a, he's a guy in the south who. Uh, not doing not doing so hot and not high class he right he steals for a living and he kind of gets he he screws people over for a living uh gets in a bad spat and really has to go on the run and a a an orphan with down syndrome right yep who is staying in an old an old folks home because they the state doesn't know where to put him Mm -hmm. wants to be a wrestler and wants to take wrestling uh, classes. So he runs away and these two meet up and Shia LaBeouf ends up having to care for this guy and uh, Dakota Johnson, who thank God I hit pause like 45 minutes in the movie and texted you. And I was like, thank God I get to watch (laughs) something with Dakota Johnson where they let Dakota Johnson be good. I'm not and saying like, that her career is totally everybody else's fault because sometimes she's just not that great and stuff. Yeah, I mean, like, but I, I saw know her she's in, got her it in her. Yeah, I saw. I mean, I saw her in um, what's it called? Bad Times, the El Royale. Yeah, like she was okay. She was fine. Right. That was yeah. That that was like. But this is the first time that I've ever watched anything with Dakota Johnson. Been like, wow, Dakota Johnson she was, was really good in this. Excellent. She was very very. Everybody, good in this. all all three were yeah. were excellent in it. So uh, she's the uh, like a social worker. This who's seemed looking like for this kid. Yeah, and this seemed like very much her like a character that she should be playing. Yeah, and she like she really thrived. She she looked great too. Like well, and yeah, you you've always loved her, but like man, she looked awesome. In oh, this. I I would I put her in the like impossibly amazing looking okay. category um yeah i mean like they were all great shia labeouf is I, no joke one of my favorite actors on the planet right now he's awesome in this have you seen honey boy yeah uh no i haven't i haven't seen i honey never boy. saw that i saw um it, it that like just came out that's her his like semi last couple months i think no i think maybe, it's just been, i think it's just been hyped for like the last couple months i think they came out pretty recently paul williams saw it Maybe it has. I a was listening to date over. Uh, no, he's. Uh, I don't know, breaking news. He's. Uh, he's in New York. At oh, the really? Yeah. I thought that. I thought Honey Boy was coming out pretty recently. But they do a segment on release date uh, November eighth, two thousand nineteen. Okay, so yeah, they do a, a segment on advanced analytics where Paul reviews a movie that he's seen, and he was like uh, a recent episode. He was like, "Well, I saw three movies recently," so. I'm gonna give you all three real quick, and I was like, "Oh, awesome! I see movies. Let's see, let's see what uh, what we think of this guy." And he said three movies that like I never, never seen, or two of them I hadn't even heard of. <laughs> One was like the family something. No clue what he was talking about. Uh, was it? Um marriage story yes yeah i don't know that's about supposed, that one it's supposed to be a really really good one yeah i think he said that one was good okay yeah and he, he said that uh he said that honey boy was fantastic okay 
So yeah, everybody's saying that Honey Boy is really good. I mean, if, if it's as good as this one, good for Shia LaBeouf putting out two absolute bangers in the course of like six months. Yeah, yeah, good for him. Uh, shout out uh, people. One of my don't if people don't know one of my favorite bands ever, a short-lived band called uh, Tally Hall from University of Michigan. They're awesome. They put out two albums, and then after they've just kind of done stuff here and there. Andrew Horowitz is a uh, brother of music journalist Stephen Horowitz, but Andrew is now uh, a producer. He does stuff. He did uh, something. He did stuff on John the John Legend album that everybody loved. I think he did some stuff on Dirty Computer. Uh, but Rob Cantor was one of the guys and one of the singers from Tally Hall. He made a video. He wrote a song called Shia LaBeouf after the band kind of broke up or i don't know if the band ever technically broke up but he made a song called shia labeouf and then years later he did a big theatrical video for the song and i'll tell you you've all seen it because it ends with shia labeouf in the audience by himself getting up and clapping and that Ah. turned into a very famous gif that's from rob cantor shia labeouf i would say have you do you know what i'm talking about i know the gif all right, I'm going to stop and make you watch. But I would estimate 50% of listeners, maybe. Hey, t- t- tell us where y- y'all sitting. Tweet tweet at the Morning Buzz. Tell us whether or not you've seen the Shia LaBeouf thing. All right, I'm going to make Pete watch now. Running for your life from Shia LaBeouf. He's brandishing a knife. It's Shia LaBeouf. Lurking in the shadows. Hollywood superstar Shia LaBeouf. tremendous right yeah it's that's so good holy shit those guys i can't believe i'd never seen that before that's That's wild i mean 65 million views on youtube when that song first came out i remember that was like early on in the twitter days I that's not a song that is a production no when when he first came out with the song like just called shia labeouf there was just like a studio version of that song it's called shia labeouf and that's it's all about actual cannibal shia labeouf and that song got like a, quite a bit of buzz and i was i probably had like 1000 twitter followers but i was like pimping the fuck out of that <laughs> i was like everybody better listen to this every second of every day cuz it's fucking awesome he ended up uh that same guy ended up uh making another very viral video it was he sang one of his original songs doing only celebrity impressions and the impressions were incredible and he was just going one to the next, one to the next. It was so good. Ellen wanted to have him on, and he declined. And uh, it was because it was like the most, the hardest anyone has ever worked on a hoax. He gathered like all of these celebrity uh, impersonators. I'm gonna make you watch this too, <laughs> and had them all like sing it, and they piece it together and. This was like the original deep faking, I guess. Oh, really? And like with head editing, he probably spent like thousands of dollars. It was like the funniest thing in the world. And he made it look, uh, what was the song called? Uh, type in Rob Cantor Perfect. 29, 29 Celebrity Impressions, one original song, Rob yeah. Cantor. And they made like a big behind, like a making of. So like one day they announced. It was amazing. That's so good. Holy shit. Yeah, and like people who follow, like they... they they were popular. That band was popular, but not super popular. But I was like, 
I'm pretty sure if he could have done all those things, like they would have busted that out at a show <laughs> yeah. at some point. But I wish he had. I forget how he. Reve- oh yeah, yeah. He revealed it with like a big like making of video where like he gathered like all the people who did it. And Melissa Villa Senor uh, was one of them. But I always thought like he should have gone on Ellen and like bombed. <laughs> that would have been so funny. How funny would that have been if he like tried to go out there doing like Bjork impressions and I mean the Gwen Stefani one was laugh out loud funny. Right. But like they uh in the the video they show like that he did they did like crazy editing to like I mean I would to, imagine like, shape so. stuff and to like shape his mouth or oh, whatever. Oh really? Like, I don't know if it was necessarily that but like they really like down to you have to like ha- seat like creaks and everything like they oh, made really? like everything check out and when you watch it knowing that it's a hoax you're like yeah he's not doing this yeah but you could definitely buy that like if right you, if you were watching that like raw for the first time yeah it was crazy so uh shout out rob cantor if you guys uh haven't heard of them and that band tally hall man they were so good i'll toss some of them on the uh playlist i tossed some wilco on the playlist recently because what like for some reason, a movie that I really like to watch is the documentary about Wilco when they're making Yankee Hotel Foxtrot. And this is probably like the first time I've ever talked about Wilco on the podcast. I'm not that big of a Wilco fan. I'm like a... I mean, people who are Wilco fans will let you right. know. Right. Yes, you would know if I were a Wilco fan because right. I'd be... There are... I would say like I have two two friends who are huge Wilco fans who are in the rare club of like respectful Wilco okay. fans. Wayne is a respectful Wilco fan, but he loves Wilco. Mm-hmm. He's not going to shove it down your throat. Yeah. You want to talk Wilco with him? He's for sure game. <laughs> but he's not He's not like, oh, everything reminds me of... He's not getting Wilco mentionitis. And my friend Dave Lefkin from the band uh, Foxtrotter, who uh, is a big Wilco you know fan. A, you know who's a big Wilco fan? Wilco fan. Uh, Jeff Tweedy? No. but I don't uh, think... Yeah, I think that like Jeff Tweedy would like fall into the category of like not a big fan of himself. Uh, Richard Linklater? Oh yeah, yeah. I oh so we and then I've definitely talked about uh, Wilco on this podcast because that moment in Boyhood when he's pointing out the, yeah the you talked about that you to, talked about that uh, hated You're like here. that was like a real like, I have done that for you. so many yeah. times and I was watching the movie with someone I had done that too and they were like what the fuck is this where'd you bring me. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, I love that song. I was playing that song on guitar this morning. Hate it here by Wilco. I I added it to the uh, playlist, but that's such a great song. Um, uh, speaking of music and uh, and Peanut Butter Falcon, yeah, like the, the moment that I really knew that I was in on Peter, Peanut Butter Falcon the first time was uh, the the fire scene where uh, the stable song plays. Oh, the stable song is like one of my favorite songs. And really, yeah, I fucking love that song. And it started playing, and that's like when. It's like a, I don't want to ruin the movie, but it's like a very uh, it's a very like important scene. Oh yeah, and like the way that that's plot that plot's going, and it was it, it was like such the perfect song for that moment, and the camera work is great, and Shia LaBeouf just nails it acting wise without saying a word. So you said that the the camera scene, much like Chef, this is a very easy feel good story that looks great. Yeah, like the like the movie has so many. I mean, the camera works good too. It's got to be a. It's got to be a very low joke. budget uh, movie. Like, yeah, I'm. I'm assuming that the cast paying the cast is probably like a big portion of that that movie because you yeah. got two. You got two pretty heavy hitters in lead roles, but other than that, yeah. Or, but you I got could the third see them, guy too. Yeah, but, I could see them both. Uh, 
I don't know, guy from Eastbound and Down, he's not costing you anything. The uh, and I I could see this, this movie. This is an independent movie, right? It's, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Th- those don't pay anyway. So people, I think that uh, Randy would know more than us. I think that people take those jobs knowing like this isn't going to pay a lot, but it's get, but I'm going to be in this awesome movie that everybody loves. Yeah, um, let me I see. would guess budget six point two million. Oh wow, that's more than that's honestly more than I thought. Really? Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. How, like how much? Well, you got to pay. Uh, you got to pay. What's his name? The uh, the sock guy. For the wrestler uh what's the guy's name oh that the that guy that was in everything back in the day yeah the uh um, i forget are you asking his name in the saltwater no no not that guy uh, the, the ref at the actual wrestling oh match. mick foley mick foley yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i this movie <laughs> i recognize i th- that was like uh that was kind of an eye roll moment when i saw really? that i was like no, I was more with myself. I was like, "Oh, it's McFaul. Cool. Uh, that's not that cool. Like, of course he was gonna." It is kind of. It's cool. Like for way the cooler that Del the Funky Homo Sapien was in mid '90s than that McFoley was in this Fair. wrestling movie. Um, yeah, this 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 here's the thing. tremendous movie. This movie, I, I loved it, and I loved that. Recently, we were saying like. What really good movies have there been? How many movies have there been that really knocked your socks off? Like, and we're wondering, we're wondering, like, is Joker one of the three best movies we've seen? And like, literally in two weeks' time, we've just been pummeled with great movies. <laughs> yeah. Like, Joker, nowhere near my top three, which no. is no, it it shouldn't. But but that's my not goal, a slight against it. Like, right, I no. really liked Joker. Right, my it goal shouldn't, it shouldn't be in the top three. My okay. goal is for Joker to fall outside of my top ten for the year and. I don't know if this, this, the streak of luck we've been having recently continues, then maybe it will. But I'll say that my top four is pretty set. It, or it's, not, it's not set. Like, m- more can enter it. But I'm saying... I need, like, you know what your four is right now. I know my four is, and there's a drop-off before you get to the five, which right now my, five, my fifth would be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay, I would, I say, I would say that I know my four, and yeah. Once Upon a Time would be my four. Okay, so my four in no particular order are... Knives Out, which I think right now is one. Midsommar, I think, so I'll say no particular order, but this is what the order it feels like right now. Knives Out, Midsommar, Parasite, and uh, Peanut Butter Falcon. Mm-hmm. Peanut Butter Falcon only right now, I would say, is at the back of that pack is because it's it had such an easy time. Like, it's hard to make... That's, Midsommar, that's true. an awesome movie. It's not hard to make that a, a feel-good story I get enjoyable to watch. I get that. But it was still unbelievable, and I still, like... I, I almost want to say, like, for what it was, it's 100 out of 100. But that feels like a bit of a slight. I loved it, though. Yeah. Uh, so we have, the, we have the exact same top five. Because okay. Because if I was going to throw in a, a, a five, it would yeah. be Midsommar. Okay. Because so like I, I think that that's my top five, and and I don't know, man. I've I've said all basically all year that that uh, Last Black Man in San Francisco has been my favorite movie of the year. I inexplicably it's, it's, still haven't seen it's, that. It's oh, so we don't have the same top five. Just kidding. Um, right. I've got I've got Knives Out, Parasite, Midsommar, Peanut Butter Falcon. Yes, yeah, so I would say the same thing there. Um, with uh so maybe midsomar is out of my top five maybe it's a six for me because i'm I, i'm gonna put uh once upon a time in hollywood in there um, um instead so how many movies would you say you've seen this year by the way 
114. Yeah, you really? Yeah. You've been keeping track? Yeah, because remember I told you I yeah, was Yeah, I was wondering thing. that the other day. Yeah. I started to jot down which movies uh, I've seen, and this is just like a short list down. I've probably seen... Wait, wait. Like, movies that came out this year? Oh, no, no, no. I, I uh, Movies movies I've seen this year that I haven't seen oh, before. okay. So I'll, I'll, I'll keep... I'll, yeah. I have, like, the the. I was going to say, I was, I was going to say, if that number is higher than, like, 40, you're... Like probably I've seen everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I so so far I've seen Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Ad Astra, Always Be My Baby, John Wick Three, Booksmart, Cold Pursuit, Happy Death Day to You, Yesterday, Pet Cemetery, Good Boys, Crawl, Aladdin, The Lighthouse, Us, Godzilla, Spider Man, Let It Snow, The Kitchen, Rocket Man, <laughs> Lion King, It Chapter Two, Countdown, Ma, Ready or Not, Blinded by the Light, Hobbs and Shaw, Toy Story Four, Escape Room. Those are the only ones I can think of. There's probably like, I'm uh, sure like once I put my li- my thing together because I have it all in front of me and you'll be able to. Oh, see you like, do. In like, in you'll be able to see which ones you've. That's seen. in addition to the the five I just okay. named, by the way. But yeah, I'm, I'm I was like shit. You I should put have Jojo Rabbit in keep... your top five because I've seen a lot of people saying that's like one of their Jojo Rabbit's in the top ten for sure. Okay. Jojo Rabbit might be uh, six right after uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but it's like close to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But yeah, I mean, there, there's uh, this is this is typically the season where you're where you're getting uh, the heavy hitters right before before Oscars closes out. Yeah, uh, it feels like kind of lacked last year in terms of like providing yeah. that punch. But I think we're gonna get it this year, and I'm very excited. So we've now got the very uh, challenging task of discussing Knives Out, which we both saw and thought was bloody incredible, but. Even talking about it spoiler-free, I have no idea how to say one word about this movie it's without uh, without tainting someone's thought process going into it. So we're going to be very careful. Like Honestly, I'll just say... Well, anytime you talk about a, a whodunit movie, right? and one, it, it has a ton of twists and turns, right. this movie does. Um, so like you... You if even we, even when you're like even when you're saying something that doesn't necessarily like spoil the end, right. you could be spoiling some of the twists and turns that come before that. Exactly. So let's speak in generalities and let's try to avoid because, like I was going to say, uh, it's a whodunit movie, but it's it's creative the way they lay it out for you because. But then the because would. Right. Ruin even if I'm speaking vaguely, like it would totally fuck up somebody's time. And this rev- this uh this episode is actually coming out. It's gonna come out uh, presumably on Tuesday, and that's before the movie even comes out. Right. So, so unless you were like the flossy flossy like us yes. getting those uh exclusive screenings yeah. that uh that you anybody just, you just could have got to, pay to go to. <laughs> yeah. They did come, hey, we literally got the poster. We did get the poster. We got the poster. So did everybody in the movie because everybody in the movie is on the poster except for one person, Gary Tangway. No, not him. I'm uh, gonna I'm gonna go from here to uh, the to to work and have Gary sign my Knives Out poster. And let me tell you, folks, that is going to be like the happiest moment of his life. <laughs> That's awesome. He, uh, no, there's like one character in the movie who's in the movie the entire time. And he doesn't get the poster. It's the um... oh, let me see. Uh, let me look at. Let me look at the poster. Okay. Oh. Yeah, yeah. 
The, uh, yeah. There's uh, there's two cops. And he Lakeith was great. Stanfield is one of them. There's another one. And yeah, well, for some reason, he doesn't Lakeith get the Stanfield's poster. Lakeith Stanfield's a... Is he like a... He's a detective. Is it Keith Stanfield or Lakeith Stanfield? I know that he's gone by both, but I've right. seen him uh, listed as both. I've always called him Lakeith. Yeah. Uh, I, I prefer the name. Yeah, it's a it's a cool name. Yeah, I, I prefer Lakeith to, to Keith. He's... I, I did realize, and he's... Uh, I don't know. He's the, he doesn't play the most sensational character. No, but I'm like, man, you give that guy any job, he's gonna kill he's it. He's gonna he's he's gonna take it where it needs to go. Yeah, I uh, I, I mean, like, anytime you have a a cast that is as good as this one, yeah. there's going to be uh, at some point like a little disappointment with with. Uh, Maybe they don't give them enough. Right. Maybe they, they don't get to flex as much as they normally would. They're going to be but it's underused. An it's an embarrassment of riches. It's right. Like if you're, you're like you're a, never going to be upset, like because like Lakeith Stanfield didn't flex as much as he's capable of in this movie. Totally. But but he knows he's still, that. he's still there. Yeah. And I'm still enjoying Lakeith Stanfield on screen. I'm not unhappy That's about it. it. It's it's the we are the world dynamic. Right. If it, if you're going to go in there and you're not going to get a solo line, you got to be Lindsay Buckingham, just stand in the background in the choir. Look. Are you going to have a longer-lasting musical impact than Kim Carnes? Of course, and we all know it. But this it isn't about you. This is about, this is about Africa. This is USA for Africa. Check your ego at the door. <laughs> Come on in here, and, and let's make something unbelievable together. I'm Lakeith just happy, Stanfield, I'm just happy that we've gotten to the point where Lakeith Stanfield is in a cast like this and gets the poster and gets, like, and gets oh, yeah. proper billing and respect yeah. because Lakeith Stanfield is... Is uh, he's been on the? I don't br- say he's he was like on as the- good as anybody, but like he's he's unbelievable. He was on the 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 brunch uh, like watch list, like the the hot fifty under fifty. Yeah, but that list. makes me feel stupid because I went back and I watched that movie with like him and Brie Larson, um, uh, Short Term Twelve, and he was in that movie. And that movie came out like like six seven years I ago. I didn't see that. It it's was- it's a fucking unbelievable movie. You have you have to watch it. It's it's. One of the most underrated movies uh, of the past like ten years in my mind because I hadn't found out about it till 2019. But he was in that one, um, and he was fucking amazing. Really? Yeah. So uh, apparently he's been doing it for quite a while. Oh yeah. Well, what was Lakeith? Oh, uh, it was um, he was he was Snoop. I was, but I was thinking like, what what was he in that in a small role that made people think? No, like cause I remember when he was in Get Out. People are excited People, about it. Like, I, I knew who he was at that point, and I was like, "Oh, awesome! He was in that. Now he's gonna be big." Um, I guess it was just. Because uh, sorry to bother you, came out afterwards, right? Uh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, but yeah, Lakeith Stanfield is uh, is. Oh, great. Atlanta. Yeah, I didn't watch Atlanta though. He was in Atlanta. I think that's where a lot of people like started to love him. So it was oh, he was in Dope. Selma. Oh, maybe it it may have been dope. Anyway, anyway, um, it was probably the Purge Anarchy because <laughs> that's right. It's for where you would have found he him. He is one of the. Although I I can't even think of who he is in. Uh, it says Young Ghoulface. Yeah, that that could be everybody's wearing. <laughs> everybody would be anybody's. Oh, thing. you mean a guy was wearing a crazy mask in the Purge Anarchy? Jeez, I remember my first Purge Anarchy. Um, so uh, we'll, we'll speak about it in generalities. We had very high expectations for this Massive. movie, and they were totally met. Mm-hmm. Love this movie. Uh, I can't wait to watch it again. I'm going to watch it again. This is gonna, probably going to have a busy week ahead of me because Queen and Slim comes out. So, mm-hmm. folks, no excuses. Support, you're support doing double features Lena. this weekend. Yeah. If you're, going, if you're going to see Knives Out, 
Better also be going to see Queen and Slim, mm-hmm. as that looks amazing. And uh, we've got a little inside information, which is that uh, we've seen anything that Lena Waithe has done, and it's always fucking awesome. Yep. So Queen and Slim is going to be dope. Make sure you go and watch that. But we haven't seen that and have seen Knives Out. That's... I'm, I'm just so scared of saying the wrong thing. No, uh, I mean, it is... As fun as it looks in the trailer, um, and it makes is, you think as much. It's yeah. like it's you, you've got some more. It to is do. perfectly advertised in the trailer, and I think that's the highest that you could speak to it because the trailers were were fucking awesome. Yeah, um, and it it like like I said, I mean, the, it, the cast is amazing. Obviously, it, it under delivers in in uh, that there's like only some, one ball, right? Yeah. Um, but like everybody is is good in it. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't begrudge. Uh, like, like, like Jamie Lee Curtis barely does anything. She has a small role. The, yeah, and I'm like, so uh, uh, what, what do I want the her kid, to do then? The kid uh, from it, like, has no role in this movie. Yeah, and that was that was a so- sort of a bummer for me. That was like the biggest disappointment for me. Um, because well, I know we're avoiding because, but like because. His character had the way that like his character was described. His character had, t- tells part of the story, though. Everybody, right, right, but like, however small, so, so he plays. Tells the he story. plays an alt right troll. Yeah, and that had a potential to be really funny. Yeah, and they didn't really. They had like one joke. It was like one yeah. snowflake joke, and that was a bit disappointing for me. But that that's basically it. You want to talk about performances, though? Daniel Craig and Ana de Armas both exceptional. Both like so like I I am totally cool with Dayarmis getting uh, a uh, an Oscar actress. nomination yeah yeah um yeah Daniel Craig is fantastic I feel like Daniel Craig somehow doesn't get enough credit. yeah he falls in the somehow underrated yeah, where it's like everybody knows who he is yeah. so he can't be underrated he is but James like Bond. yeah is did, but do we really like give him enough well I agree with you yeah like like had. An interesting thing to think about is like had like Logan Lucky and this movie come out before he had gotten James Bond, yeah. would people have been like he's too good for James Bond? Yeah, I have, he didn't get enough love for Logan Lucky though. Nobody did. I mean, uh, Logan Lucky ruled. Logan Lucky was great, and he was fantastic in it. He was like he is. He can do anything. Shout out Randy Havens. Yes. from Logan yes. Lucky. He can. Daniel Craig can do anything. Like his comedic timing is unbelievable. Yeah, he's great. Um, so yeah, I mean, he, he still, I don't want to say that he stole the show because Darmus was amazing yeah. in this too. Um, but both of them carried so much weight. She is going, she might fall in a category of like, I don't even for know a while. Who, like, she, what like, is she in? I, I don't want to say held back, but her role, she's, uh, in war dogs. She's okay. in the, I, I believe a movie I've explained to you. If I haven't, I'll explain to you right now. Uh, I've told you about Knock Knock. Do you know about Knock Knock? Uh, I don't. Rem- I don't recall. Keanu Reeves movie. Oh yes, two, yes. Two girls he, show uh, up at his door. He has sex with high schoolers or something. Two or, girls show yeah. up at his door, uh, seduce him, and then they're like, "Ha, we're seventeen. And they're like, "We're kids," and they start like killing people in front of him. And they rape him. It is the most crazy. Fu- it is one of the more fucked movies in the you world explain that to me it was fucking wild ever it's the it's directed by eli roth oh and right. it's star yes. and what the other uh girl in it the other just monster of a person in it is uh eli roth's wife and i'm like man it, it's a 
I'm not look. <laughs> I am not recommending you watch that movie. Sometimes it'll be like, hey, hey, this is a stupid movie. You got to, you got to see what Bivens is up to with uh, whatever. What's a uh, would you rather? Like, I am legitimately saying, <laughs> don't watch this movie. It's upsetting. If you go watch this movie, that's that's I on got, you. It's n- nothing to do with me. Well, I feel like that's the case for most Eli Roth movies. It's like, <laughs> hey, if you're watching that movie, that one, that's your fucking decision. Look, man, you saw it. Said you saw it right there. He you got the poster. It said Eli Roth. Uh, by the way, uh, I gotta I gotta at least mention it. Um, uh, Elizabeth Banks, who we I think we both love Elizabeth Banks. Yeah, but like uh, Charlie's Angels, I didn't realize that like in the marketing of Charlie's Angels, mm-hmm. there there was like a bus and like a poster. Her name's on it th- three, four times, and oh. they don't even put the actress's names on it. Oh, she ganked the poster. Just yeah, straight up took it. She yeah, she didn't get the poster. She fucking stole the. Poster. Sometimes you gotta take the poster, <laughs> Elizabeth Banks. And her reaction, like when it bombed. I think she yeah, yeah. Then she, she was like, "I got nothing to do." With no, that. No, 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 she no, did she, do that. She said, "But she said, if you're gonna bomb, see it. she's like, if it, no, yeah, that reaction. I don't want to even go there. But like, okay. uh, her reaction on Twitter was like, "Hey, if you're gonna have a movie that bombs, at least be on the poster four times." I, I love like, that. I was like, "Oh, come on, yeah." But I, sure, but like, fucking put your actresses' names on the poster. Yeah, we'll teach their own. <laughs> She is Stop hogging the ball. She's very, I don't know. She does. Does she put herself on um, like pitch perfect posters and stuff? I would imagine so. If she's putting it up for, I don't know, is she making up for lost time here or something? Yeah. I don't like, know. Especially when like, I don't know how many movies she's directed, but I. Elizabeth but, Banks would be a great goodness. guest. <laughs> yeah. May, like mainly because we would just like have questions, not like, hey, right. let's talk about we this. Blah, blah. Her. We'd, right. we'd interrogate her. No, yeah. It's just like, I got got some questions like. What what would she primarily say? Is she like primarily like a, I director. guess generally like a filmmaker, and that would probably fall into like producer I feel director. Like she's just in the space, yeah. Like I don't I don't know, like I think that she's most known as an actress, obviously. Okay. but I don't know what she would classify herself as. She doesn't act very much anymore. Is she like? Uh, I mean, Lena's better, but is she like uh, like a, a Lena type? I would say so, probably. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. That yeah. like she was first on everyone's radar as yeah, an but, actress, and now she's making movies and stuff. Yeah, but can she do it? That's the question. Because right, like they, uh, Charlie they, Angels stunk. Pitch, Pitch Perfect, Perfect was, was good. Oh, yeah, Pitch Perfect I, was great. The first one, yeah. Did she was the first one hers? I believe so. Yeah. Well, the first one was good. The rest, not so much. So, like, her batting average is not very good. That's all I'm saying. Okay, Pitch Perfect, directed by Jason Moore, produced by Paul Brooks, Max so, Handelman, yeah, I think she and Elizabeth took o- Banks. I think she took over. She, so she produced it, which the conversation has to end here because we have no idea what it means to produce a movie. Yeah, I, I know what it means to produce music. I know what it means to produce television. Producer, th- this has got people. People are gonna. They're gonna people are gonna lose this. their shit. But like, but like in movies, I, I don't think take like, producers seriously. Yes, exactly. Like producer is like kind of that's an down attachment. On. It's like you might as well be an executive producer. Right. Executive yeah. producer, that, that's the real life. I think that person didn't do anything. Especially when there's like eight producers on a movie. Like I, I feel like for Elizabeth Banks' case, she would maybe it was like a, hey, I'll be in this movie if you throw me a producer credit. Yeah. Lena's going to, I don't know if Lena listens to the Definitely podcast. She, she's <laughs> she's going to hear this and 
She's like probably best friends with Elizabeth Banks because she's best <laughs> friends with everybody. No, no, but like I know some people where I'm like, man, you've got a crazy network on you. Like you've met everybody. Like you, my, my my pal Luke Bonner no has has met everybody at some point yeah, in his but life. But like Lena is Lena like knows everybody and has an Instagram picture with everybody. Yes. and like they're like hugging her way more passionately than she's yeah. hugging them. So like. Lena is beloved How by many, fucking everybody. Like, I would bet you... She's hosting Ellen and stuff I would now. It's bet crazy. Le- oh, speaking of Lena, uh, I was going to hit her up to talk about Queen and Slim, but... Uh, I feel uh, very uncomfortable trying to hit up Lena uh, now just because, like... Right. <sighs> but she's still... dirt like, under her feet. <laughs> if, I, if I've ever, like, texted her about, like, something small or whatever or, like, responded to uh, whatever, like... She's she'll, cool. she'll, she'll She'll get right back and she's the best. But, like, I just know... We've said this before, like... She is legitimately too good for us, yeah. and she she wouldn't say that. She wouldn't. She, she'd be like, "Oh, like if if I ever have time, I'd be happy." Yeah. No, we're <laughs> not even asking because, and you won't say this. And maybe maybe you're so humble that you don't even understand it. But Lena, you're so so so, so too good for league. us. You're that that's so cool though. That's like the like that's like the like uh, like oh. See, see that buddy? See that guy that's like the... the like, see, see Bono? Yeah. That was his best friend growing up. It's like, hey, see that person who does everything? Used to used to voluntarily come on my not, podcast and, and screw around. Not to pat ourselves on the back, though. It's yeah. pretty cool of us to recognize that she's too big for us. Because a lot of people would be like trying to, trying to drag on those coattails. That's true. Although I did, when she won, a, uh, I like lightly... Tried to make some joke when she uh, when she won an Oscar. I was like, uh, Oscar, wrong Emmy. word. When she won an Emmy, I was like, nice. Now let's work on that Powerline movie because we talked about making a movie about <laughs> Powerline. Yeah. And she was like, huh, thanks. <laughs> and I was like, ah, she's so too good. What if uh, she was like, yeah, let's get to work. Let's get to work. You unexperienced everything. <laughs> Uh yeah, I so. watched uh, I watched Goofy movie uh, on Disney Plus. <laughs> do you have Disney Plus? Uh no, no, but definitely not. <laughs> you, you all you need to do is know somebody. That's true. Um, yeah, Powerline is uh, the is the 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 Michael Jackson type in right. in Goofy movie. Uh, uh, you know who was great in in Knives Out, and you know who I absolutely fucking love. Who? Tony Collette. Oh yeah, Tony Collette is fucking amazing. She was great. She She's was great in like. Everything. Yeah, she was she was very very terrific. She was hilarious in this movie. Uh, did you know on the Ana de Armas thing? Yeah, she was in. She was a a big character and cut completely. Shot the whole thing, and she was cut out of the movie. They cut all of her scenes in editing, leaving this movie to have a kind of confusing love storyline. And when I read this the other day, I said, oh, my God, it makes all the sense in the world. You're going to freak out. What? If you can get this, you're going to know. Once I say it, you're going to be like, yes, we had this conversation. Do you remember seeing a movie this year where we were like, what the hell was that love storyline? That was so stupid. And then they forced it together at the end. Were we supposed to think that this was what they were trying to do? This was exactly what we said about the movie yesterday. The Beatles movie? Yeah. Remember we were like, why did they keep like bringing up, bringing around, uh, what's her face, uh, Lily James's 
character and making it like there was like a love story between them when it never really seemed like there was. And then at the end, apparently, Ana de Armas plays a character that he meets as he's becoming famous and like starts to date her. And then Lily James's character realizes like she's in love with him and he realizes he's in love with her and they're they're battling this love triangle but the movie just edited out <laughs> one part of the love triangle so then like awkwardly at the end of the movie it's like well i've loved you the whole yeah, time and i have loved you yeah. we're like that's why those characters were in them. What the hell is this movie? Is where did Ed Sheeran go? I mean, like there were like hints of of like romanticism there, but it was definitely right, but we were sh- like, they were definitely we're like they're going to get together and break yeah. up because yeah. there's there right. we haven't seen any reason as to to why they should be together. But that's wild. So they did. I guess they didn't give those two enough uh, time forming like a loving bond or anything or any sort of romance because they were using that on the Ana de Armas character but then they cut out that character so and they just had two characters who never really seemed into each other right or there seemed any reason for them to be into each other just at the end realizing it that movie was clunky as shit man that movie was quite that bad. almost made me feel better though like knowing that knowing it's like a snowman type thing yeah. that like oh it's just they didn't really make the movie yes got it yeah that uh that that does make sense but she you want to will make it up for lost time Darmus did it in this movie Absolutely. she was excellent everybody was so good the, uh, the shots were fucking there's like one shot that was like unbelievable maybe shot of the year with daniel craig standing in front of the the knives you've probably oh, you probably when he hatches it, it? Oh, oh no! When he says he's uh, standing in front of like that knives board thing or whatever, and there's like there's a whole there's a negative play. space in the minute, yeah. in the middle of it, and there's the sun behind him, and it's just like a light, yeah. And his head is fits perfectly in yeah. that hole between all the knives, and it is fuck. It just made looks for a trailer. So cool, made for a trailer. Yes, so good. He, uh, I guess we'll give this spoiler. There's a scene with donuts that is so good. Yes, uh, uh, very very funny. This is another thing that I can share without it being the house a spoiler. Is great. House is awesome. That's a shot in Waltham, was it? No, really. Shot oh, in yes. Massachusetts. He was he was uh, in uh, in Waltham shooting a movie. I don't know if it was shot in Waltham, but that is. I mean, Gary Tango is in the movie. That's I don't true, th- and I don't think he hit the road for it. If that house is in Waltham, that would have been that'd be sick. Um, Gary Tango, by the way, uh, non Boston listeners is. My coworker, he's like a longtime sports anchor, and he also is an actor. Marlboro. And he's got the pipes of God, and he's the coolest, nicest guy in the world. He's like a he, – he, he, he would just like exist well in any time. He's the greatest. Uh, so he's in that movie and really good. But uh, the thing I was going to say is this is uh, Chris Hemsworth's sweater porn. Oh, yes. Boy, yeah. oh, boy. He – I'll, t- I'll tell you who did it. It was Chris Hemsworth. He murdered the sweater. I uh, know he didn't because that was Chris Evans. Fuck! <laughs> I was so proud of myself. It, in my head, I was like, dude, you are confidently getting uh, Hemsworth or Evans <laughs> thing right. You finally got there. Really? It's Chris Evans, yeah. Are you fucking with me because no, you I'm know I serious. never get those right? No, dead serious. It's Chris Evans. Look it up. Go ahead. I'm just going to read it off you. It's Chris Evans. Yeah, you seem confident. Yeah. Chris Evans? Mm-hmm. 
Fuck. Yeah. 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 It's um yeah, it's Chris Evans. Chris Evans is is very difficult for me to figure out. I can't tell if he's good or not. Like he he was handed Captain America I can't tell and he's done done well with it. Who he but, is. <laughs> but uh yeah, I don't I, I I'm still not Who's Chris Hemsworth. He's Thor. Oh, is he Bad Times the El Royale? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Yo, cr- uh, guys, one of you got one of you's got to go. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but he's he wears the hell out of sweaters. He plays the he plays like the the ungrateful rich son. Perfect, so well. He just it looks like it, it's so weird that Chris Hem, uh, Chris Evans can go from like oh he's like the sweet nice guy and like oh he's the perfect all American guy and then What's also he in? He, well he plays Captain America. Chris Evans does. Yes. Okay. And then he plays this guy, and you're also like, oh, that's so perfect. He's such a piece of shit. And <laughs> so this is such a rich piece. This of is shit. in a different universe. Yes. All right. This, yeah. exa- this exists. Third spoiler. In the out universe. This exists outside of the Marvel <laughs> universe. This is. Have you watched the uh, the Mandalorian yet? I have. What do you think of it? I think it's very good. It's. You're a big, you're a big Baby Yoda fan. I can tell. I am. Oh shit! That's what I should do. I should be a Mandalorian fanatic. Not watch any other Star Wars stuff. You know what? You know what the Mandalorian freak is. Freak out about the Mandalorian. You know what the Mandalorian is. It is. Uh, it is basically it's like a exactly, little guitar. Yes. <laughs> it's basically exactly uh, John Wick, just in Star Wars. Really? Yes. Why? Because it's the Mandalorian is is essentially like a bounty hunter slash hitman, uh, and in, and he's gonna kill Baby Yoda. No, but he like he's let's consider Baby Yoda the dog in this case. Where uh, they're, oh, they're trying to they're trying to like, someone kills Baby Yoda, and instead he so it's like Lord of the Rings. No, they're all trying to get the yeah they're trying to get the the Baby yeah, Yoda okay. yeah, and then like having the the Baby more Yoda makes him crazy. Crazy enough to be in this stupid show. Yes. Oh, have you really? Have you watched it? Yes. It's very good. Ugh. I don't think you'd like it. I. You it's... nailed that. <laughs> uh. Oh, I got a couple. I got a couple of knives out jokes. I won't do a full. T- oh, uh, oh, wait, wait, la- ladies and gentlemen, uh, we we've now spoken about knives out here with the comedy set on knives out. Pete Blackburn, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Hold on. I'm going to stop talking now, so I can't give you more direction. Just go from here. Uh, hello, folks. This is my, uh, this is my stand-up debut, so uh, <laughs> I just want to let you know that I, I only completed half my set. So we're running late on time anyway, so I'll just make it a, a quick few. <laughs> uh, so, knives out. Huh. Uh, what is this, Stranger Things? Because the will is ruining everybody's time. <laughs> Knives out. More like dicks out because I can't stop pulling my pork to this movie. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for coming out, everybody. Hey, I, th- I think that first joke. I wrote that first joke and I was like, ah, that's good enough. <laughs> first joke killed. Oh yeah, I should I should have ended with that one. Can I give some uh, quick feedback? Yes. Uh, I would take the mic off the stand. Yes. Yeah. I'd maybe. Uh, Pace a little bit. Pace a little bit, not a ton. You don't got a Seinfeld. I was a little it. stiff. Yeah, a little stiff. Um, you uh, use your notes, I would say, as more of like a uh, crutch for like reference points. So like, what your note 
instead of having the joke written out, what would be great is if it said um, Stranger Things, mm-hmm. and then what was the second joke that they did? Uh, okay. Dicks out. The di- so Stranger Things, dicks out. So you look at Stranger Things, you know what that joke is, and you're off. You're okay. making eye contact with the audience. Fair enough. You're pick someone in the audience as like this is the space where I'm going to look or something and then go from there. But I'll tell you, the material was good. Thanks. The first joke killed. Crushed. First joke got huge laughs. Yes. So keep at it yep. and something to build off of. I uh, I look forward to your Queen and Slim jokes. You're walking in the woods. There's no one around and your phone is dead. Out of the corner of your eye, you spot him. Shia love. He's following you, about 30 feet back. He gets down on all fours and breaks into a sprint. He's gaining on you. Shia LaBeouf. You're looking for your car, but you're all turned around. He's almost upon you now, and you can see there's blood on his face. My God, there's blood everywhere. Running for your life from Shia LaBeouf. He's brandishing a knife, it's Shia LaBeouf. Now it's dark, and you seem to have lost him, but you're hopelessly lost yourself, stranded with a murderer. You creep silently through the underbrush. Aha! In the distance, a small cottage with a light on. Hope! You move stealthily toward it, but your leg! Ah! It's caught in a bear trap! Off your leg. Quiet, quiet. Let me to the cottage. You limp into the dark woods, blood oozing from your stump leg. You've beaten Shia LaBeouf. Wait, he isn't dead. Shy surprise, there's a gun to your head. And death in his eyes, but you can do jujitsu. Body slam, superstar Shia LaBeouf. Legendary fight with Shia LaBeouf. Normal Tuesday night for Shia LaBeouf. You try to swing an axe at Shia LaBeouf. But blood is draining fast from your stump leg. He's dodging every swipe. He carries to the left. You cut him to the right. You catch him in the neck. You're chopping off his head now. His head topples to the floor, expressionless. You fall to your knees and catch your breath. You're finally safe from Shia LaBeouf.